Episode of Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Tonight's guest, he was part of that Nordstrom renaissance I had back there in 2011. I left the world of teaching and I went back to my roots at the old E-bar at Nordstrom and King of Prussia. And you know, I mean, I fit, I got right back, right back into the role. I love serving coffee, I love flipping cups, I love talking to people, hence the podcast. But the thing I noticed about Nordstrom was different about my other co-workers is that the motherfuckers there were real. Okay? Bunch of real people that look you in the eye, tell you how it is. Nah, that ain't right, P.O.B. Or, yo, that's dope. And you know it's dope. Real people. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe you got a job like that. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't even talk to your co-workers. And shame on you. He's got many interests that I like, you know? Like Spidey. I think I might have been the first person to ever tell him about Miles Morales. We'll talk about that much more. He's into photography. He's into living life large. And he's also making his second appearance. He was back in the day on the early incarnations of the Bobcast, the cell phone incarnations, doing some Walking Dead stuff. So I'm stoked to have him back here on the show for another episode of Bobcast. Please welcome back Joshua DeCoop. What up, man? I'm good, chilling. How's life been? Good. Can't complain. Let's talk about, right off the bat, something that I didn't talk about the podcast that I recorded earlier because I'm very passionate about it. Dude, what happened yesterday in Philadelphia, dude? Yeah. What happened in Philly, dude? I mean, like, I was outside with my my wife, and she's like, like, she came went inside to get something, and then I was with my son. She came in. She's like, you need to come in here and look at the news. And I'm like, what? How is this happening right now? Yeah, you know? it's insane. But I'm glad it ended peacefully. Yeah, 100%. I mean nobody got mortally wounded. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. But the thing that I want to talk about here on the show is some shit that I saw that really bothered me today at work. And I'm not going to name names of coworkers. Shame on you if you don't talk to your coworker though. <laughs> but you know, I want to talk about like what it's like judging people. And when you judge people. You judge. I, so there was a video circulating Facebook today of residents of the you know nice town section, and you know they were saying ridiculing things to the police officers. And I was overhearing this um, woman, and I won't even reveal her race. You can use your imagination or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she was saying derogatory things, and like I was just sitting sitting there thinking, like, do you have no idea what it's like to be on the other side as well? First off, nobody should be getting shot. Let's just put that out there, okay? Yeah. Everybody should be. Living in peace and harmony. Yeah. But when we throw more gas on the fire by putting each other into corners, shit like this happens. Yeah. And for the people who are ridiculing the police officers, you don't know what it's like to live in, you know, constant pursuit. You don't know what it's like to be hounded by a, a police officer. And yeah. I'm not saying all do that, but some do. Mm-hmm. Just like some people go to the store and rob it. You yeah. know what I mean? Some <laughs> people do bad shit. Yeah. So if you're a cop and you do bad shit, and you get away with it, that's even worse. And what does that do to the human psyche, the character? Yeah. It fucks him up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then also, too, like when you when you have no choice in the matter because of your um, 
economical setting or like, you know what I mean? Like where you're at in the world and you got a baby girl on the way and you got, you know, some other shit going on in your life. And there's no other way to make money except sell some drugs, you know, and there's mm-hmm. no hope around the horizon. Of course you're going to do it, dude. You mm-hmm. got a family. Yeah. That's why I like socialism in a way. Socialism, you know, we all take care of each other. But I mean, like, I just didn't like hearing all that shit today at work about, you know, how people, you know, and I saw some more shit on Facebook, man, about like, uh, like during it because I wasn't mm-hmm. on social media. Yeah, that's what I, I saw that. Too, and I see it's a whole bunch. And that's the weird thing about Facebook too, right? How it's like, oh, here's some shit you missed 22 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I saw saw somebody like uh, reference uh, Mayor um, Goldie or Mayor Good. I forget who it was who dropped the 85 bomb on the move movement back in the day. Mm-hmm. And just like it's this racist and sensitive shit. I'm just like, God damn it, dude. So like when all this was going on yesterday, I went inside, looked at it for a bit, and I told my wife, I was like, I just can't watch this right now. Mm-hmm. I can't. I knew it was going to happen. And yeah. it did. And this is the shit that happens. And I, I, I hate it, dude. Yeah. I'm happy it's peaceful. But I mean, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's stuff like this, too. It's also, too, like the news was like, oh, it's an active shooter. An active shooter means to me that somebody's in a mall or somebody is in a school or somebody's in a public place, not inside their resident. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. term active shooter, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To in- inspire that type of fear in people to mm-hmm. be like, you know? And I'm I'm surprised the dude's alive, Maurice Hill, to be honest. I am too. He came yeah. out that, he looked all fucked. I, mean, I think he was crying. He had some snots coming out of his nose. Did you watch the tape? I didn't get to see it. He had some snots. And then like they, <laughs> they bring up the report that he did this, he did that. Yeah, he did some bad shit. Yeah. Should he have weapons? No. But I mean, like as the mayor of uh, Philly said, you know what I mean? Like that's another day. That's another topic. Why can't we talk about that shit now? Yeah. How did you feel? Oh, he br- he brushed it off right away. That's he did. He yeah. was crying. Yeah. I saw him crying. I'm like, oh, is this real? <laughs> I mean, I hope it's real, man. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah, I do. Too. But what do you think about it? Um, I mean, I don't know the way the way it all went down was um was pretty crazy. But uh, I mean, I didn't get too deep into really um you know the the deep aspects. But the funny thing is just to bounce off of what you said about a co-worker mm-hmm. um i had a, a co-worker today uh talk about it because i you know i think that um you know the i, I saw video of uh of facebook of, of, of a crowd of people like messing with the police officers and stuff like that i i don't know that was just yeah i think i mean i saw the same one yeah and, yeah i mean it was it, I don't, you know, I can't judge. I don't want to judge. I don't want to be that person to judge. I don't want to judge, but I mean, I don't I, think police officers should be shot and killed. But I also understand the plight of you know society. You yeah. know, what I mean, like in that type of role. Yeah, it's been going on for too fucking long. Too, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, I understand, and I think that um, I just, you know, in that situation, I feel like they made things worse instead of. um you know calming the situation down in a sense because i i heard there was kids right next door did you hear about that daycare yeah the daycare and they were letting the kids out that's pretty crazy like especially having kids you know um you know that that kind of hurts or whatever but um you know i just think that seeing you know all those people you know instead of help you know kind of make it worse i i mean i i thought it was wrong and my coworker was saying you know you know, he's he's from, you know, areas like that. And he said, you know, this guy was, uh, you know, helping these people out, you know, quote unquote, um, you know, and that's probably why they were kind of I, I, what was the word he used? He said, uh, 
you know, rooting for the bad guy. And that's what I heard. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Isn't that the worst though? Yeah. And you're just like, God damn it, dude. Do I yeah. got like I feel like sometimes like I gotta be like <clears throat> Yeah. Yo. Yeah. That's like, the problem, you... yo. Yeah. That's what I, I the problem is hate. Yeah. In the first place. Uh-huh. When you hate something or hate some anything, yeah. You turn yourself off to everything else around it. And yeah. when you hate other people mm-hmm. or if you hate other colors of race, mm-hmm. then you're missing out on a lot of good shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I just uh, I I never understood it. I never understood racism to the point where you would go to such extremes to say shit like that in public. You know, yeah. I'm mean? like, don't say like you know. It's so casual too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it drives me nuts, dude. Yeah, it's insane. And I I can't. I mean, I have a I have a bunch of stories. If you ever want to hear of, uh, we're right you know. here right now. Tell me, <laughs> we're here. That's all we can so, do is tell each other stories. Yeah, I've been I've been profiled like plenty of times. You know. Uh, you know, driving and stuff like that. Probably for, when I first had my license, I think I got pulled over and um, they were like, yeah, your your car's suspicious or something. Yeah. Wait, uh, was yeah. the bumper a different color or something? N- nothing. I think God, I, it was it was really bad. Yeah. And and they'll bring like three, four cops over. And yeah, it's it's embarrassing. Was this the, during the time that we worked together? No, but I'll, I'll give you one of the time we worked together, which is pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, one time. What was the resolution of that one, though? What happened? Um, like, did they? Uh... They, yeah, they, nothing happened. I mean, they looked up, you know, they looked, they got my information and everything was cool. But, yeah, it was just the, the whole process and, you yeah. know, it was just, it was horrible. But, yeah, um, actually, you know, when I was working at Nordstrom, I remember coming uh driving back and uh, i was going to pick up jazz and um i think i was like probably six blocks away from her and um i got pulled over and a police officer was like yeah you're you're again your car looks suspicious and um and i said okay so i have a suit on you know you know how we yeah. worked and and yeah, how, I'm how an we agent. dressed i'm an agent yeah yeah exactly yeah. i stepped out of a video game <laughs> officer okay i'm here to blow everybody away yeah, yeah so i was like um you know i said officer uh yeah what you know did i do anything he said no you're you know your your car's just um you know suspicious so because i had tinted windows oh. and they weren't and they weren't like illegal windows it was just regular tinted windows so um yeah, he was like, yeah, um, no, you didn't, but, you know, uh, your car's suspicious, blah, blah, blah. And um, I I told him, I was like, okay, well, I just would like to know, is there another reason? And he's like, no, he's like, do you want to make it another reason? You know, started, you know, talking to me like that. And uh, he actually told me to get out the car and I had to put my hands on the on the hood and he had to check me. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how deep it got. And for no... Because of the tent, for no reason. Because of glass. <laughs> yes, yes. It was so. It was so bad. This happened. But, two, this happened two days ago to me. Yeah. Are and you I, serious? I, yeah, two days ago, I got a story, and I, I've been. I, I couldn't wait to tell the story because I knew we were going to talk about this. I just. I had to get it off my chest how I feel about this stuff because yeah. we have to put an end towards um, judging people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when you judge people or like you make comments about people that are disparaging. Mm-hmm. you're really going to limit yourself to life because yeah. we only got one that we know about. You yeah. know what I mean? That's all we got. Mm-hmm. So the other day, um, I leave work, uh, I go to the gym, I leave the gym, I'm over at the Metroplex and uh, I see a police car in front of me and I'm making a left so I pull up next to the police officer. I recognize the police officer at this point. Mm-hmm. So here's where we go into the prequel, okay? The backstory. <laughs> when I was a young man of 20, 
Okay. I, really, I can't say the name of the place I work because it would be a spoiler and okay. we would know who the woman is. But my boss, who was one of the most attractive women I ever seen at the time, mm-hmm. um, she would have this young police officer come in and he would, you know, have sex with her in the bathroom. Wow. And I would be on duty as a young 20-year-old, right? You know, <laughs> with, the, with the fucking ponytail, right? <laughs> So at first I was like a little bit like wow this is the, this is the real world this is this is the, the Sopranos this is Mad Men this is <laughs> this is really how things go and I thought it would happen once but then it happened again and I think it might happen again and each time it happened I I found more and more respect for the officer just because he was so he he was so um like I don't know how to describe it like he he, he lost all emotion of being a police officer when mm-hmm. you come in then and it'll just be like i see you i need you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so so for for i saw him again once at a party uh and then once i saw him at a bar after a fight that uh i probably should have went to jail for with my friend because we had parts in starting it because the guy was hitting on a girl that's another podcast oh my but I this dude knew that. me right <laughs> so i pull up next to him right i recognize him and uh, I rolled down my passenger window, got a brand new car with the power windows. Never had power windows. Been living in the <laughs> 90s for a long time, you know? Yes. And uh, I'm like, is that you? And it's a pause just like that. And he like gives me that look like, um, you know, uh, that look of just, uh, you don't have the winning hand. I've got the winning hand. Who's this guy? Who's this dude looking at me like this? You know? Uh-huh. And I was like, Sam Goody. And in that moment, his face went from sourpuss of the century to, yo, bro, what's up with you? How's your buddy? And it was nice to see him. And I had yeah. this like mix of emotions, man. When I drove away, I was just like, A, he remembered me, but B, he didn't see me first. Okay. You know, I had yeah. to remind him of me. Yeah. And I don't think anybody wants to ever feel that to be reminded, oh, it's me. Yeah. Jot, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to feel that. So I felt a certain way. But at the same time, I also felt, kind of, I don't know, it's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I want to respect police officers. I really do. And um, I, I believe that there's a way of doing that. But I don't know if society is capable at this point because we screwed shit up so much. There's going to be constant clashes. Like, it's been like this way since the 60s. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's boiling to the point we're here on their podcast. Since the last time, I probably even talked about it because of zombies and we love all that shit, but <laughs> we need aliens or Jesus or somebody to show up and just like, you know, like Thor or somebody. Yeah, Thor, Lady there Thor, you go. Anybody. <laughs> somebody come to help us out because it's yeah. a mess right now. Yeah. 100%. And that, that would be the be- that would be the best case scenario right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm a, a new dad, my my kid's three. I'm terrified of this world, dude. You yeah. know, it's like do I want to go to the mall? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I never wanted to feel I, I used to love going to the fucking mall, mm-hmm. man. Love going to the Super K Mini Mall and spending hours watching people smoke cigarettes that shouldn't have been in there smoking cigarettes <laughs> playing Mortal Kombat. L- putting up quarters like it was like, you know, mm-hmm. like the foundations to houses. You know what I'm saying? Back then in the 90s. Yeah. And uh, I long for that. And it's gone. It'll never come back. And, um, you know, I just have to deal with it by recording yeah. myself weekly here on the Bobcast. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that we're all equal, man. We should learn a way to just be good. And I just feel like it's too late, man. The introduction of guns, even... I mean, even way before the country was made. Think about the guy who invented gunpowder or discovered mm-hmm. it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just like, whoa. Yeah. You can <laughs> yeah. go back and just like kick dirt over that shit and be like, nah, nah, nah don't do this. And imagine, <laughs> they've done comics like that. There's a yeah. comic, I, I, re- I can't recall. Oh, what's that one? 
There's a bunch of good ones though. Um, have you seen The Boys? I heard of this, and you got to you got to fill me in a little bit. The Boys is written by, um, I believe it's Ennis. I'm not sure. Somebody out there's gonna be like, no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, The Boys is a great eight part uh, episode about what if superheroes, what if the Justice League was like bad, like corrupt, mm. like just the worst of the worst. Okay. And uh, it's very entertaining. I love the book, and I uh, highly recommend it. So we won't get into spoilers on that. But yeah, I wish. That we were all considered to be equal is the yeah. main point. And the shit that happened yesterday in Philly, it should never happen. It shouldn't happen here. It shouldn't happen nowhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, we also shouldn't pass judgment so quickly about the others who are there witnessing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like calling them names. Yeah. They're not the no, ones that's... who went out and shot how many officers? Nine? Yeah. Dude, I saw some shit on the internet today, too, man, that just like, you know, like Facebook is full of wonders, by the way, at yeah. work, right? You'll see shit at work and be like, what? <laughs> so I saw videos today. I'm not even gonna bring it up, dude. I'm so I'm so I'm, I'm lousy at bringing shit up on my phone when I podcast. But um, there's this video that's circulating YouTube which shows this guy running down the street, a police officer, and his buddy's running next to him, and then he takes something out, and they're saying that he's spraying fake blood on him. And if you watch the footage, right. it, it, I I don't know, man. Like it's even like the the vacuum that we exist in this world too that shit like that could happen you know what i mean yeah that like oh it could be fake like what all right so you want to hear another story yeah i do all right so uh when i was a kid you know got in fights Mm -hmm. you know they happen um and uh i got jumped when i was a kid and uh they called you know the, the neighbors called the cops they all came over and it was about three cops and they stick a gun at me and i just got jumped and they said, you just threw a gun under the car and started throwing a flashlight under the car. I'm dead serious. I I, I promise. Honest to God, this is happened. Oh, that's so corrupt. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So, hear- And this was back, I was probably 14, 13 or 14. That's, yeah. Yeah. So that's where that stuff comes from. And people who, uh, you know, I work with and other people I imagine all across the workspace Today we're talking about that shit, and then there's always these racist vibes. Racist vibes on base Facebook, racist vibes at work. I'm just like, dude, nah. Yeah, I know. It's not me. It's not. Like, I don't want to live in a world like that, man. No. I don't. I don't no. want to live in a world like that, and I just don't understand how people can't uh, come to terms with it, and it's just, like, baffling that we're going to just ruin our one chance at life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? Yep. And I wish that, you know, there was a way that, I don't know. We could eliminate police officers to do stuff like that. I mean, the, the test. I, I would love to go even take the test. The Look, same, like you know, I took the test. Did you really? Yes. So tell me about the test, dude. All right. So this was about two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and uh took the test. It's, I mean, the um, the written test is easy. It's it's just normal, you know, basic school, you know, nothing big. But uh, as far as the physical, um, it was it was it was wasn't as intense as I thought it was going to be. But I honestly think like, I mean, if if you you see you have to see the same thing I see where most of these police officers are not fit, you know. So Mm -hmm. why would why why wouldn't you be scared if you can't, you know, fight, you know, fight against that other person if that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah so you're gonna you're gonna right away you know use whatever you can to get you know to 
to stop the situation um if that makes sense it does but, I, yeah I, I ran away once from a, uh actually i ran away two times one time i got caught second time i got away yeah. and uh i can't tell you it was the best like amusement park ride of my oh life oh my gosh that <laughs> adrenaline was just the best yeah so it's like I don't know what that was man but god if you could <laughs> bottle that up there's endorphins kicking in yeah <laughs> so tell me how your story ended i'll tell you mine yeah no so i mean the the test was cool and everything, but it's funny because so this one this one kid that um was in like because everybody was like grouped in a like we were mm-hmm. doing a physical. It's weird because I saw this one kid and I right away like saw that he was gonna be one of those cops. Mm-hmm. Like you just had that yeah, vibe. Yeah, that of vibe. Yeah, and it was just weird because I do think that I know you go through a psych test. I didn't get that far. I got to the um interview, um. And, uh, apparently that's really hard. I, I, again, I didn't do it, but, um, I just feel like, um, you know, these, these police officers should stay fit. This is one thing, because again, I do think they get scared because they're not, um, they're, they don't have any athletic ability or they're not fast They're not, you know what I mean? That's so, why they become police officers. Wow. You think and I, wow. I, I don't know. That's, I mean, this yeah, is this just, should be mandatory to yeah, maintain like sh- a physical like, I condition. Feel, yeah. yeah. I honestly feel like that should be something. And there should be a psych test. Pe- you know, I said this, um, I was talking this to my mom, um, the other day and I feel like, um, everybody, you know, I feel like everybody should always be happy and, you know, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't, you know, have an, an attitude with anybody. And this includes with police officers mm-hmm. as well. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know yeah, you, what. You, that's the thing. I've, I've mentioned that before mm-hmm. here on the show is that you don't know what's happened to him or her yeah. at home before they clock in. Exactly. To become a merchant or, or a, excuse me, a soldier of the streets or yeah. somebody yeah. who enforces the law. Yeah. So if I got into a fight with my wife mm-hmm. and then I went to work. Yeah, I'd be still pissed off, man. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's got to be a way to RoboCop. Yeah, we yeah. Need, we need, I mean, that's be, it. That's all we need. I mean, like, wait, <laughs> we need Peter Welling to show yeah. up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd be down with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that could happen, and that's, but see, I don't know. I know? feel like there's certain people that can, um, like block you mm-hmm. know anything negative in their life when they step into you know whatever their their work their work is but some people can't you know you know i'm sure you know there's people that you worked with that you know if they had something bad going on at home they come they come to work and they're you know giving attitudes and being yeah yeah, being angry but it's like you and i you know hey no it's everything's cool you know but there's certain people and i feel like those type of people should not you know they shouldn't have that job they should you know people like that should not be a police officer at the end of the day because they if they can't block out what's going on at home you're not going to be able to control yourself and you know i think that's at the end of the day what what the problem is personally yeah it is true man as the r6 train rolls on through here on the podcast <laughs> but yeah you know i mean like that is a good point there's several good points you made there the thing about them staying in shape yeah i, I see your point it has to you have to be equal like you know like i don't I've never thought of it in that approach, and then being like, like demasculated. That's why they do it. That's yeah. gotta, that's the worst. And then yeah. they're inflicting their will because of that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like some Westworld shit would be to propose that we invent something that we give to the officers that completely only makes them focused on one hundred percent doing the right thing. Hey, 
I guess it'd have to be drugs, but I mean, like, what if it wasn't? <laughs> what if, like, what if somebody out there was like, dude, we need to build a police officer. It's a clone, like Westworld style, you know? Yeah. I mean? Like, they'd have to, like, either that or, like, I don't know, getting rid of, like, the guns would just be the best. Yeah, 100%. We got rid of every single gun, dude. Come yeah. on. Would it be that bad? I, Come on. No. Everybody's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to go to, like, do the. Well, I mean, like, have you ever shot a bow? Yeah. You know? That's I cool. Shot, I've shot Old a bow school. before. Yeah. You know, and like deer yeah. hunters, they, you know, apparently that's the more, you know, humane way or whatever to do it. So, wow, I, mean, I, ne- I never knew that. Joe Rogan does that a lot. He doesn't use any guns. He just uses like high, like uh, heavy duty, like, you know, bows and arrows to go out and hunt for weeks on time. Wow. But I've never hunted either. So yeah. I don't know anything about that. So I'm not going to judge either too, by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a, another way to help heal the process. Mm-hmm. If you judge, you're immediately going to just mess things up yeah you know yeah and um i maybe giving them something like that and then they have families dude it's a mess man it, yeah like it is. Uh, maybe, maybe like okay so like here's here's one <laughs> what if there was an alternate like dimension when this is it could be a film where like instead of the priests like becoming uh celibate towards god it was uh-huh. police officers that became celibate towards uh whatever hey so that way they they can't they don't they don't have um wives they don't have yeah children, they don't have there's no drama but there's, there's no drama and they're only cast conditioned from say six or seven <laughs> <laughs> to become just pillars of great society hey. and you would see these dudes in the street and you'd be like dude let me get a hug and it would be a whole new dimension of just like you know happiness hey game of thrones uh what what's who was um <sighs> There was actually a show written by the Game of Thrones writers. Did you hear about this? It What's was called this? Uh, Confederate. Okay. It was a film or a TV series that was going to take place, and it was going to be if the South won the Civil War instead of the North. Okay. And it was going to take place in a you know future society where that was the key, and HBO was like, "Nah, cut that one." You yeah, know? they you yeah, just can't do that not shit. A, not you know a good idea. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I was thinking um, about Game, of, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. The um the oh, what's her name? Amelia Clark. Amelia, yeah. Uh, her, her, what's her character's name? Why can't I think? I don't know. I just, uh, I, I Daenerys. 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 All right, Daenerys is um her uh army. That that they could be police officers. What the eunuchs? The yeah, because they yeah, yeah they were just oh man. So you're gonna sign up? Okay, so look look. <laughs> here's an idea that I've had. Right. Here's All another right. movie idea that I'm gonna pitch out there to everybody <laughs> in the podcast audience. Let's you want to pitch in? Let's do it. What's worse than any other horror for a man? What do you think? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm assuming you're going with you know, have your manhood cut off. Yes. Now, are you familiar with the cast- uh, castrados? No. Okay, so I learned this on the internet as well. The castrados were a bunch of Italian opera singers that were castrated early in life as boys, I believe. And I may, I may be misconstruing this, but this did in fact happen. But they took their genitalia off so they could hit the higher notes. There is a conspiracy online that states that Michael Jackson was one of these Cristados, but that has never been proven nor debunked, but whatever. But the Cristados, you got to get that word right, Mm -hmm. was this elite group. And the last one wasn't that long ago. And there's like pictures of him on Wikipedia. You could see him. And he just looks so strange because what would happen was would be that like, you know, from their lack of testosterone, their face would change and their face would form these shapes and they would have this like boyish like look. It was really odd. 
So I'm thinking to myself, like, man, that's a crazy story, dude. I, I'm so scared to, to to ever hurt my uh, private parts. <laughs> so, yo, check this out. Here's the movie pitch, ladies and gentlemen. Right, let's hear this. Could be a girl. Um, tells her boyfriend, you know, opening like you know, image. Look, you know, you need to try out for this. Okay, you've done everything. You've played the bars. Nothing's working. Just answer this Craigslist ad. He's like, all right, I'll go do it. He goes there for the audition. He nails it, but the fucking producer's like, look. You're just not giving me enough, but I want to see you again here tomorrow. And he's like, why? He's like, it's a callback. Maybe tomorrow come back and do something different. Comes back the next day. His ass either gets drugged, pulled into something. I don't know. But when he wakes up, he don't have a dick. <laughs> and he's with a bunch of other dudes who don't have a dick. And this dude is doing this to them because he wants them to be the Cristados. But what he didn't realize is that you had to do it when you were a kid. <laughs> and basically, it's the story of the guy getting out of this place. Like, I, I just think it's the, that's, the, cra- the craziest horror movie that you can come yeah, up with. Yeah, that's, that's pretty it, crazy. It, it's insane, but like the way to do it tastefully is to never show it. You know what I mean? Like, it would be like Jaws or something like that. Like, because you wouldn't, I don't like going full gore. I don't like, some yeah. gore's good, but uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, if you imply it in an artistic way that these dudes have, have now been castrated, yeah, that, yeah. Shit, that shit's terrifying. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then you're held against your will and you're performing to this like underground society. Uh huh bunch of weird ass people and you've got to escape you plan your escape no that sounds that sounds good but actually you know what there's no happy ending because you can't get your (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that sucks well i think we just debunked that film but whatever i thought about it at work the other day because my boss was talking about uh the italian opera singers and i i brought that up and he he didn't like hearing about that either man he felt so uncomfortable he was looking at me like why are you telling me this why so in the movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) in the movie you'll have to have like their names on on jars and each oh that's (laughs) brutal bro that's brutal i like that can contribute and like here's here's uh what's our main character's name yeah let's call him isaac no let's call him dick dick richard <laughs> richard oh, yeah there you, you go ma- can you imagine like the the poetry and his name being richard oh and he used to hate when people call him dick yeah oh. oh that's great this is uh, great stuff somebody introduced him on stage once i like next up we've got dick <laughs> jones yeah that's awesome but yeah that would be a freaky movie man I, I i'm a big fan of horror movies i'm a big fan of the walking dead you know i'm, I'm hanging in there bro I know we did the podcast a long time on The Walking Dead. I'm too. I'm hanging in there, bro. Um, I really dug what Kirkman did with the book ending so abruptly. Wait, so the the book ended. Would you like to know? I would like to know. Spoilers out there. Always. If you don't want to know about this, I'm going to wrap it up in 45 seconds. Here's the deal, right? He gets to the Commonwealth. Commonwealth is the, you know, all those people that, you know, are forming a new society. Mm -hmm. Rick helps out with shit. Rick wants to change the world and change the current leader implying it rick returns to his room the leader's son comes shoots rick in the stomach rick falls into bed cliffhanger i knew that was coming because all i do is work is read shit like this you yeah. know what i mean like here what i gotta go get that ep- I, matter of fact my books are still waiting for me over at the store wow and uh the next issue comes opening image you know you're back there maybe it's a dream maybe a bulletproof vest no uh-huh. bulletproof vest Rick has turned. Guess who has to put him down? I have no clue. Who is it? Carl. Wow. Carl's still alive in the books. Yeah, yeah. So I Carl, knew that. Carl yeah. never got killed off, which was insane. I remember like being like, what? Huh? Yeah. Because I always wanted him to like take over as a lead. It was just his acting, man. Maybe. I, you think AMC was like, yo, 
He's got to go. He's. I swear, it's his acting. Ah, man, there's. I have uh, my <laughs> friend uh, Kevin and Liz. Liz. Liz just despised his acting, man. It was so. It's so bad. And then he look was at, good as a boy, but then when he became a teenager, like he just he got all goofy. Yeah, because yeah, I know what you mean because look, he couldn't handle it. Look at Judith. Like Judith right yeah. now is she like every time I see her on screen, I, like my hairs like rise. Like she's no. she's a great actress, mm-hmm. and Carl didn't have that. You know, Carl didn't know. <laughs> yeah, Judith is really strong, isn't She's she? She's strong, yeah. Dude, I can't wait to get into this Negan stuff. I love Negan. Negan yeah, me has too. Negan has a great backstory. I won't spoil that for you um, because that's still going to unfold in the show, and I think people should experience it as to more about what he's all about. He's a great actor, man. I mean, when he came on the show and then like the series started to get like really ridiculed, I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I don't we've understand. Wait, we've been waiting for Negan. I do get it. There was a lot of it. See, the problem is dude, they out, shouldn't man. have 16 episodes. It was dragged out. Dude, eight episodes is a perfect number. Yeah, I agree. Put all the production into eight episodes, like the boys on Amazon, uh-huh. which I'm now plugging twice. I'm waiting for the algorithm to pick that up. So they're like, <laughs> yes, we're going to give Bob money to advertise. Um, but yeah, man, like I like when a story is very quick into it like yeah case in point i haven't seen the finale yet for the handmaid's tale this season in the earlier episodes i might have fallen asleep like three four times dude. wow waking up and shit i don't even know man Damn. i don't even know you know what i mean yeah i yeah. can't stay up no more man I, <laughs> I get up real early in the morning so you know what i mean i go to bed and i try to watch shit now and i can't hey and i dig it dude some people are like all right what are you worried you're getting old no i am old yeah, but it's a family man. I'd rather get up early, dude. <laughs> I'd much rather get up. I have so much energy in the morning, dude. It's my favorite time of the day. I like watching the news. You know what I mean? Like getting like myself up to date, not trying to get too worried about the world, spending time with my son before I drive off, and that's it, dude. You yeah. know? But um, yeah, man, I hope it's a better world for him, dude, in 18 years when he gets out there and, you know, how many years? Like, yeah. How about now? Yeah. Changed all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it's just a bitch. It's a bitch these times. Yeah. I, I hope that I, like my goal is to keep this going. So I look back as an old man at some of these episodes and find gems like this where I'm like, "Yep, it'll never change." Maybe it did, and yeah. now this is like the turning point. Yeah, if we had a time machine, if only. I wish we had a time machine. What if I told you I had a time machine downstairs in this basement? Hey, I'm. I'm By the way, you. this is, this is my grandmom's house. Oh right? yeah, this is my grandmom's house. Uh, she's in a nursing home now. But my boy Mickey lives here, and this is the the Bobcast Lounge. Oh, that's awesome! Because it gives us space, you know, yeah. I mean, without the distractions. But I love coming here each week, though. It's it's uh it's like my therapy. Yeah, that's awesome. I love seeing your grandma's pictures, man. She's yeah, she's still 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 kicking, man, doing yeah. her thing. She loves it, dude. Loves yeah. telling she's, stories. She seems happy mm-hmm. like all the time. That's that's great. Yeah, we, we we spend a lot of time together. I think that's important to take care of your elders. Yeah. Not. You know, no, a hundred percent. Do you ever break down on the side of the road and say, shit, I'm out of luck. I got no money. I got no way of transportation. I'm going to have to rely on Lyft and Uber to get around and my loved ones. No, thank you. No, thank you, sir. No, thank you, ma'am. What I need you to do is I need you to type this in your browser. www.bluebellmotorcars.com Check them out. I recently found myself in a little bit of a pickle. My beloved car of 10 years had died on me. And when I talk about die, I talk about an undercarriage rusted so bad 
that the mechanic looked at me like I was a moron. So I saved my money up for like a month, you know? Just cutting corners, doing odd jobs, saving up for something good. I went to a bunch of places, okay? They showed me a bunch of cars that smelled like wet dogs, okay? One car looked like somebody shit himself in the front seat, okay? Just bad stuff. And then my wife told me about this place, BluebellMotorCars.com. I went there on a Friday to check out the car. I met this guy, Stu, who was awesome, not pushy, very kind, very calm, collected like Clark Kent would be. He's like, you want to test this Mazda? I'd never driven a Mazda before. I had no idea the capabilities of its engine. So I took her out on the road and I instantly fell in love. And I definitely fell in love with that price. And I purchased my first car from BlueBellMotorCars.com. Remember, folks, all vehicles that we sell are Carfax certified and carry a three-month, 3,000-mile guarantee. Extended warranties are available. And guess what, folks? If you're really broke like me, they work with a number of financial lenders to provide loans for the customers. And guess what? Bluebell Motor Cars, they're happy to take any vehicle as a trade-in, okay? They just simply need to see it, bring it in. Let my boy Stu look at it, okay? Aces up, Stu. And guess what? They've been doing this for 42 years, okay? They're dependable, okay? They got affordable cars, and they got one hell of a building that they conceived themselves, okay? So if you find out that little factoid right there, then you know these guys are the real deal. When you see how they dug there down into the ground to make this facility compound that also houses a sweet Volkswagen Beetle bug in the second level. Check them out, okay? I'm proud to be a sponsor of... Bluebell Motor Cars. I was at a casino um, Saturday, man. I, I met the Sopranos, and um, I got there early in the day. I went to the beach and I saw there was like a marathon. I watched that. I went out a little bit, like eight o'clock in the morning. Did you get to the beach? By the way, hour and twenty minutes. Leave at six a.m. Oh yeah. But uh, I'm down there, and then I go to the casino and uh, go up to my parents' room, and uh, she's like, yo, you uh, you want to go downstairs and play a little bit after breakfast? I was like, yeah, we went down. So we get there, and like uh, I'm walking past the bathroom. There's this elder gentleman, and he's like struggling. He has like a walker, mm -hmm. and he just looks at me, and he's like, can you help me? I'm like, sure. So I help him across the casino floor, and uh, we have great chats. I get him into the chair. Poor dude sweating bullets. You know, He yeah. went to get into the 007 slot machine i slunk him into the seat and he was like he looked me in the eye he's like you're a nice boy and i'm like thank you very much sir and like i walked away and i felt really good about myself uh-huh and i swear to god karma dude instantaneously just took over because then i went on maybe on like a 10 hour like roulette win oh like my just gosh. like just winning like every number winning that's awesome i was winning on 35 i was winning on my birthday 24 I was down and out once to my last 20 bucks, and I put like $9 on 20, got back up. Dang. It was insane, dude. Yeah, that's I left awesome. with money, and I only bought in with 20. So, I mean, like, yeah. that's the best. And I really attribute that shit to karma, dude. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what happened. If you don't do karma, dude, like, I mean, what? Well, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, man, with the Walking Dead, high hopes, dude, that she can get it right. I mean, she had kind of like a hard time last year because Rick had to go. And now apparently Rick's coming to Philly. You saw that, right? No. Yeah, so they have a trailer. It's online, dude. And it's like uh, the helicopter. Uh-huh. The helicopter's in the pitch black. Uh-huh. The helicopter lifts up over the tree. And as it lifts up over the tree, there's the Philly skyline. If you put it up next to what? the actual Philly skyline. That's awesome. Which makes sense because this is where the country was framed. So Rick's going back to fix shit. Yeah. And like, who knows what that story is, man? I, I can't wait. I mean, I mean, like three movies, though. Can't y'all do it in one? It's, but the, the question is, how many more seasons are they going to do? It's got to lead into the movie. I mean, like, I that's what I was. I thought the same thing. 15, I said the same thing. 15. So like maybe 15? so maybe one movie like comes out in two years. Right. Yeah. And then they're on season 12. Right. Yeah. Then maybe they film it back to back. And then in like 2014 is like end on season 15. And yeah, lead it into the end of the trilogy I think, where there's like a whole closure to the story yeah. instead of doing this shit where you do it for like 20 years or something like it's too yeah, long yeah dude. you can't no. and when you drag this shit on Daryl and Carol not ever like you know yeah, what I mean like come yeah. on man sometimes I'm like huh yeah. how long are you gonna draw, drag this shit through the mud dude yeah 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 and like I felt that a couple of times with the show mm-hmm. but I watch it yeah but this... I mean like it is what it is because it's just hard to adapt comics dude yeah it that's is. the problem too is mm-hmm. like they've they've differentiated too much from the script Kirkman script, I mean, in the mm-hmm. comic. And that was a problem, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, losing Rick was like, huh? Yeah. And then that way he went, through the way I felt that night, I was like, oh. Uh- <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like when you lost your wallet and you yeah. can't find it, and then you go in your car and it's like safe in there. You're like, it's oh, cool. Exactly, yeah, because like, that's cool. what I know. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. When I saw Yeah, when I saw the ending to that, I was... I was pretty excited because I knew he didn't die. Yeah, I know. Everybody, yeah. everybody in their couch or wherever they're watching that was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I hope it progresses. Um, I highly recommend The Boys, though. Third time. That's, yeah. That's how you know. That's it's you crazy. You absolutely love that show, man. So you're saying it's just it's just eight episodes or is that It's eight the episodes whole... and they're, they're filming season two right now because it has now become Amazon's most popular TV show. Yeah, and it's on Amazon. That's so uh, you got Amazon Prime? I do, yes. You can get somebody's yeah. account, though. It's yeah, I know. I out. actually do. That's a Sorry, <laughs> Amazon. I'm not going to get that ad now, am I? They heard it. That's me rewinding it. But, um, yeah, it's really good. I like when shows like about superheroes are different. You know what I mean? I yeah. tried. I tried. I got into Doom Patrol. I watched like five episodes, and then I just couldn't keep going for some reason. Yeah, Sometimes I didn't get to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I watched so many movies at work with my, my new job now that are just... You know, avant-garde, out-of-print, copyright. Like, the, the films we do are, like, they have no uh, copywritten, like, material left to them. Okay. They've left, they're in the public domain because the creators didn't renew the contract for okay. the copyright. Which is insane to think that, that even happens. Bro. Yeah. Like, somebody, like, buys this in, like, 20 years and is like, yep, these are now Robcast. It's yeah. not Bobcast, but <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? It is yeah. what it is. And the... Uh, other thing you would be interested in is like speaking of like copyright right like mm-hmm. before copyright there were certain characters that were never copyrighted yeah which include um dr jekyll and mr hyde from robert lewis stevenson so anybody can adapt that do what they want screenplay you know whatever and wow. th- there's no thing same thing with dracula and uh frankenstein actually too oh wow with frankenstein you can't have um you can't have the bolts on the neck 
because that's trademarked and the scar i believe okay so there's certain things to the character that they have that you can't do but uh the other character was um uh, what's the one that's like super popular I don't know, but if you just Google it, man, yeah, that's, bunch of, yeah, it's yeah insane. that's insane. So there's, a, so there's a bunch of characters you just do whatever you want with. Yeah. And it's, I would love to do something with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Remember when Vince made Hyde in the Entourage movie? Oh, my. <laughs> Remember that shit? Yeah. Dude, that's a shame that that movie didn't hit on the levels that it needed to because they're never going to make another one now. Yeah. It was more of the cameo shit. You know what I mean? They could have done something. I remember when they were going to film, I was like, ah, oh, it'd be great if they did something that's not in LA. Because mm-hmm. some of my favorite episodes were like, you know, they were lost taking shrooms in like the park. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the helicopter's back. So this happens every night around this time, 7.50 on Thursdays yeah. on the podcast. Every what 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 day of the month is it early in the month? Yes, it's in the middle. Who knows, man? It's Rick. It's Rick. My God, he's <laughs> here. Carl. <laughs> Carl. Dude, that man went through hell, dude. He went through fucking hell. He definitely did. He really he really did. they dragged him through the mud. And I'm sorry if I spoiled shit if you don't listen to Walking Dead, I should have warned people. But hey, you know, you're the few, the proud, the emotional. So what are we gonna do about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know how many people have given up on that show. Yeah. I, and then they're constantly sitting there at their desk thinking, like, I wonder what they're up to, huh? Yeah, yeah. I wonder what Daryl's up to. Yeah, exactly. I, I wonder just, if Daryl ever, um, like, I would like to see, like, the scenes I would like to see of Daryl would be, like, Daryl smoking a cigarette and uh, grunting as he uses, like, a dull blade to give him them bangs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because that's the premise, right? That he's making these Vidal Sassoon styled cuts, right? Yeah. With his knife. Yeah. I want to see that, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, that'd be a good scene. You know, it's funny. I think in our podcast too, we might have even spoke about this previously that um, we never got a chance to see weather on The Walking Dead, and we did see a oh, snowstorm. Yeah, that's which was weird, dope, dude. I know it was cool. Did was... we talk about that? We did. We right? definitely there was like, did. It's hot out forever. <laughs> Daryl's always sweating. <laughs> Carol's always wearing cargo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, that's crazy. Yeah. What do you think? How many more seasons they got? Um. Yeah, I would say max is five. That's five. the max. Yeah. And that's that's pushing it. I hope, man. I hope. I, it, I mean, because I heard Michonne's leaving too. She got to go, man. She's Marvel, dude. She's Marvel. She's, She's yeah, super popular, yeah, it makes man. sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, how many times do you see Endgame? twice mm-hmm. yeah you got a copy at home i don't well congratulations bro you have your own copy right now thanks for the show okay That's... it's your very own personal copy don't that talk is... about it don't talk about it <laughs> you ever see the disaster artist what's that the disaster artist no oh you gotta watch the disaster artist dude it's great it's a film about the room Mm-hmm. But uh, it's James Franco. He's like, don't talk about it. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, Endgame. So you've seen it a bunch of times, right? Yeah. So now I've seen it a bunch of times too. And I want to talk about it for a bit because here's yeah. some things I've noticed, right? Okay. It's nowhere near as rewatchable to me as Infinity. Infinity, I can watch over and over again. Yeah. Endgame doesn't have that comfortable, comfortable uh, rewatchability to it. Like I'm going to have it on in the I, background. You know what? I agree. I agree 100% because after the second time, I mean, I still enjoyed it's, it's, it. It's, it's You can enjoy it, but there's a lot of joyless stuff in it. Where yeah. It's like loss, yeah. sorrow, mm-hmm. and then um, like saying goodbye, but like 
the time travel sequences is what I want to talk about, right? Okay. So like, the middle of the movie is just that. Mm-hmm. Is all these times, and like once you've seen that, the gag is paid off of like, hey, we're back here. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, yeah. there's no rewatchability because there's nothing else original because you've used something else that was already that we already exactly, seen. man. So like that's why I was just sitting there in the middle. of it. I was like, ah, man, here we go. <laughs> I have explained the timeline. I like when the, the ancient one explains the timeline to the, the hawk, though. Oh yeah, that was a great scene. I mean, I like it, but like the, the thing is, there's just a lot of scenes like that where there's a lot of exposition. Which isn't a bad thing, but I mean, when you're ending something, you know, that's as momentous as like this Marvel Cinematic Universe coming to an end, you know, in mm-hmm. these phases, there wasn't much action in that middle part of the movie for me. Yeah, there wasn't. No, not enough at all. You know? Yeah. I mean, when they went back to New York, they just kind of, like, like the Hulk like threw some shit around and yeah. then, like they were right up there in the tower. Mm-hmm. I think they missed an opportunity there, but like, I don't know. I'm not trying to talk shit because I do enjoy anything that they put out. I still haven't seen Spider-Man yet because time's so crunchy. Oh, I, I saw it. I know. I know you're a huge Spider-Man yeah. fan. Dude, I, <laughs> I, tell you, I can tell you what I have seen numerous uh, times with my son is Spider-Man car- into the spider I didn't too. see it and I hear so oh, many. <laughs> you should have told me. I would have brought you a copy for that too, man. I dude, that movie things. is so dope. Yeah. it is. I think that may be my favorite Spider-Man movie. Everybody says it. Because it's so uh, friendly. Okay. And it's like inviting towards like, you have to see it. Yeah. But Miles is great though. And I love the graffiti stuff, man. Yeah. The way they made the graffiti look. It's brilliant. It was so brilliant. In fact, the style of animation was trademarked by Sony. They're like, nope, nobody can do it like this except us. That Jiffy or Giffy. What do you Mm -hmm. call it? The owner says it's called Jiff. Is it Jiff? It's Jiff. I know. It looks like Jiffy. I always said that. The struggle of modern times. (laughs) So, um, our time at Nordstrom, man, man, what a, what a great start to the 2010s, man, huh? Yeah. You were selling times. shoes. I was slinging coffee, <laughs> doing our thing back in that room. Yeah. You searching for uh, shoes through the aisle. Dude, the way that they organized those shoes, because then later I went and did it for a bit, but then I got another job teaching like three days later after my first day. Uh-huh. Did I ever tell you that? No. I went there and I was on the shoe floor. I had two suits I just bought. Uh-huh. And then I looked at the numbers and I was like, oh my God, nobody's making any money here. And then I got a teaching job and I left. I worked at Northrop wow. for two days. So you did so? I did do it for two days, but I was also piggybacking, which okay. let's face it, if you've ever been out there in the job and you piggyback, dude, how, like, you feel terrible. Oh, like, yeah. You're, you're looked at you're just like, watching. You know, like you're the guy who's cleaning up. <laughs> All the mess. You know oh what my I mean? gosh. Yeah. And it's like, so, like, so much humility in the moment. But I mean, I guess, I don't know. I you mean, have to do it, but yeah, I know exactly what you, you mean. You're sitting it, yeah. back watching, looking like a little creep. Yeah. Man. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's wild, man. So you did. That's, that's crazy. And it was just wild because, like, it was an experience where, like, I wasn't really prepared for it because it, there was this pampering that I wasn't really. I didn't know that I had a pamper and like, Oh, you, know, you like, definitely did. Uh, I did. But like at the same time, the, like the looking factor, <laughs> I don't know, man, like people looking for shoes. And then I just got the teaching gig, but I met the coffee was my shit. Yeah. You know I mean, I like serving coffee. I like talking shop and I love my time there meeting like people like yourself, mm-hmm. Isaac, yeah, Hans, you know, I just yeah. had Andre Alexander on the show. So I'm doing a Nordstrom trilogy next month. Isaac's making his first appearance here. Oh, that's awesome. I think Isaac's been on here before, like in some cameo form. But yeah, man, Nordstrom was a good uh, 
it was a good time in my life because it was just like a break from what I was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the King of Prussia Mall, you know, it's not a bad place to work. No. You, you need something, they got it. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. That could be a good thing or a bad thing, you mm-hmm. know? But Nordstrom, man, I'll never forget them. Like beating in my head that upside down pyramid. And I'll never forget. <laughs> I brought it up with Andre. I'll bring it up with you. I'll never forget Lindsey Pierce. Lindsey Pierce was one of the, like, do you remember, like, all the shit, like, that went down with her with, like, you know, discrimination and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. She told me one time to get the marble stain off the marble. Are you serious? I was like, bitch, it's, it's marble. <laughs> you know? I believe that she, she said was that, the, too. She was, like, I, I feel bad for saying her full name because I hope that she's found peace in her life. But the way she treated people. Oh, horrible. Special, like, you know, like, that's, like, the stuff that, like, we, sh- we should not have. Mm-hmm. You should never have entitlement in leadership, mm-hmm. no matter what the profession. Yeah. Like as soon as you introduce entitlement, you introduce resentment. Yeah. And then from resentment comes violence. Yeah. As the cicadas outside punctuate my sentence for me. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah. that's the truth right there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that was just, like, you know, rude. And I remember, like, hearing other employees because as an espresso barista... You're also a psychiatrist, or at least I am, man. Oh, People you tell definitely were. <laughs> People tell me everything. I'll be like, I will guide you <laughs> in my 31 years on life. Um, but, uh, you know, I had a great time. I also remember Adam. You remember that tall dude come through the store with the leather jacket? Oh, like yes, said? yes, 100%. Dude, yeah. what an individual, man. I would oh, love to man. get him here, but, like, God, I don't, uh, he would he would never leave me alone again. Yeah, dude, yeah. He, he used to – so Adam is uh, about 6'4". And I'm sure if you've been to the King of Pressure Mall, you've seen him before. Yeah. Uh, he's Italian-looking dude. He looks like Howard Stern. Howard Stern. I was just going to say. <laughs> and um, 100%. he just walk around, man. And he'd walk around, and it wouldn't be like 2011 when this was going on. To him, it was still like 87, yeah. man. And metal yeah. was like everything. Mm-hmm. And he quickly took to me, and like I'd have like a line like on a Saturday, like all the way out to the cafe, you know? And mm-hmm. he'd come up cursing. He'd, Yo, I'm getting another fucking coffee. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, my God. He's using my name. And he's cursing in the store. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I could just feel the eyeballs on me. Yeah, you know? yeah. i never forget the one time, though, I watched a woman let a dog shit there right in front of my store. And she just looked at me like, you know, I was going to She didn't even, did she I pick it up? It, no, I never picked it up. And then she came back. And when she rolled back, she just walked right by, like, you know. No. I'm not really too sure. Like she had to see. I don't. I don't know. Man. That's weird. crazy. I saw some weird shit like that too, man. You know, <laughs> I saw a lot of like. Uh, I saw a lot of fraud too. Like uh, people would try to return shit that was like clearly not Nordstrom coffee. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, it happened a few. T- it happened like on my like third day, man. It was like this like summer summer of Sam looking like murder <laughs> dude. You know, like um, he was in the store and he was like, I'm, I've never even talked about this with another human being. Oh, okay. This is insane. I forgot all about this. It's like repressed. <laughs> he had that look, man. That uh-huh. hunched over shoulder evil look. Mm-hmm. He had pattern baldness and um, he had let them sides fluff up. Like, mm. you know, he's like, you know, that Muppet in the Muppets. You know what I'm talking about. Which one? Which one? I don't know. He's got some pattern baldness. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and he's staring up like this. Like I'm staring right now, ladies and gentlemen, up towards the ceiling fan. And he's just creeped me out, man. And he's staring at the espresso beans. And I walk up, I'm like, I help you. And he's like, yes, I have this bag I'd like to return. And he hands me this bag of ex- like espresso beans. They're clearly not from Nordstrom, you know? Uh-huh. And he has, I believe, three of them. 
And mm. at the time, it was the Kona stuff or the most expensive beans. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to just hand him over $100. Wow, they were that much. Yeah. And I remember having to call security, like LP. Yeah. And then LP didn't do nothing. They let him return it. They let him return it. And I was like, what's up? That was the point. That was the point where I was like, where am I, bro? Like, <laughs> is this is this the real world where yeah. like people can just straight up steal? Yeah. And then I started thinking to myself, oh my God, here we go with entitlement again. Yeah. And like profiling. And then yeah. I met somebody who was really nice, actually, in LP who wanted to do good. Remember that dude, Joel, with the red beard? Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He, uh-huh. he meant he meant well. He didn't want to like, you know. Yeah, he was cool. He went to live. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He, he chose that profession. He was good at it. I saw him talk to a couple kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. I never forget one time, though, man. It's so exciting when somebody would like, you know, run through the, the front because I was at the front of the store, you know? Yeah, yeah. Remember I had that little cafe stand? Mm-hmm. One time, uh, there was like a... Remember how the purses, I think, were like... No, they were that? right there, yeah. They were right there, right at yeah, the front. they were right like, at yeah. the front, yeah. What's, what's up with that? Like, the most expensive... I know, why but would yeah, you they, put that there? They smashed and grabbed, and when they did... um someone like turned the corner and he didn't anticipate that little cafe stand being there. Uh-huh. So it sounded like, like, uh, like, like, uh, like when Superman like breaks like warp speed and like just takes off, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it hits so hard, but he didn't stop moving. Uh-huh. And the whole fucking like cafe thing just pushed out into like where the people were standing. Uh-huh. And he darted down through that door. Yeah. And then somebody from LP came running, but they looked at it as if they had, had limped. And, uh, I continued to serve coffee. <laughs> That was exciting. Savage. Um, yeah, it was a lot of lot of good memories, though. I mean, like I I love uh, I don't go there much anymore, but I mean, places like that are great when you have good jobs. It only happens once in a lifetime, or you know, hopefully it happens again, and again, and again. Yeah, you get to keep getting it right. No, I agree. But um, speaking of like you know keeping things right, you know what I mean? Like uh, being a photographer, mm-hmm. you got to keep things right. Yeah. So in the years that have followed, you've been doing a little model work on the side. Yeah. And some of these photographs are dope, dude. Thanks, Tell everybody man. about it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm, I just started what last, I think it was August. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously pictures and editing is just something that I like to do. Um, you know, and yeah, we, I just f- figured I needed something to kind of uh, have an outlet, almost like your, you know, your podcast yeah. here, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, just got into it and yeah, just trying to run with it as far as I can go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough out there. It definitely is just to, you know, branch out. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, it's fun. I love it. It's, um, it definitely, it's like a stress reliever, like Mm -hmm. editing pictures or taking pictures. Um, so yeah, it's. What are you doing? Lightroom? Yeah. Lightroom. Yeah, it's fun, right? Isn't it yeah. fun editing shit? I love my I job. Love it, I love it, man. Like I mess around with Photoshop, dude. Photoshop's yeah, the best. and I'll I'll sit there like, and as soon as I'm done taking you know taking shots, I'm like I go home and I'm like I'm right on it. I I can't wait. Do you it, mess around with uh, After Effects or anything like that? Not yet. Not Send yet. me some of your stuff, man. I animate some stuff. Yeah, I got time to practice. I wanna, yeah, I just yo. I start getting into it. I can teach it to you. Yeah, for but, sure. Um, when I first started, it's uh, like anything, really. It's like learning, like, you know, just a new language or a new trait. Yeah. And it's intimidating because there's lots of weird-looking controls. But once you master it, dude, like, I've learned so much in just, like, the short month that I've been doing it. But, I mean, I was always, like, frightened to open the app because I always mess with Photoshop. But 
Try it. Try it. Well, so what fo- do you... You could take, like, your, your images. Okay. You know what I mean? And, like, um, crop out a figure, a model. Okay. And then bring your... You, you could make... Bring her into a different background setting, right? Okay. Add other things. Save it as a PSD file. And then import the PSD file. And there's this trick where you retain all the layer files. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And when you retain the layer files, just by one clicking of the button, uh-huh. you get them all on a little interface. Mm-hmm. So you can control each of your PSDs. Okay. So you could put a bunch of your, your models, uh-huh. a bunch, like 12, and you can have them moving, like dissolving. Oh, like that's, that's awesome. Like that. Yeah. I, so yeah, After we, Effects is the stuff that people do on like television commercials, too, where, like when the numbers brush in. Like, call 1-800-Collective. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so that's, like, yeah, that's awesome. I would definitely yeah. Yeah, would like to learn how to do that. That's crazy. My uh, my cousin does videography, if you saw mm-hmm. any of the videos. So it's it's pretty cool Like when we collab. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that is yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, we collab because he makes music and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough out there. Like I've I've had um I've had some some good models and everybody's like they're really humble and everything. But then some of them, uh, I'll reach out to them, you know, about you know doing a shoot, and then they'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, okay, yeah, great, that sounds like fun, and um, and then they they won't respond back with like I'll say, all right, you know, just you know, let me know how your schedule is, and we'll we'll link up and. And they won't hit me back, or they'll say like, "Oh yeah, um, it's gonna be around this time," and then they never hit me back. So it's like, yeah, that's it's, the worst, right? It's tough. Like, it's like I can't wait. Matter to... of fact, I got a couple. I got a lot of them with the Bobcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, there's a couple. There's a couple times I go like recently. I just queried this big guy, right? Uh-huh. And I won't say his name. Yeah. And the daddy's listening. <laughs> but uh, you know, he was like, "Yeah, I'll come on the show. I don't even care if you got thirty listeners. I'll come on the show." All right. I'm Why do you even show. say that though? Come on now. Because some people like to be facetious right off the bat to establish dominance, and when they do that, it ain't gonna work with me because it's just yeah. like you know, I'm not built that way. Yeah. And, um, it's not about and then, the clout. And then it was man. like the whole thing with the message. Like I was like, "Hey man, are you, like I actually was here for his scheduled podcast, but I had scheduled something else because I anticipated okay. he wouldn't show, but he didn't show to a slot." Uh-huh. And, you know, then he doesn't see my messages, but he's online and I'm commenting on his shit. You oh know what I mean? Come gosh. on, dude. Yeah. What's up with this game? So yeah. I know your game too. Yeah. And that game sucks. Yeah. But, you know, you just have to do, like, when you deal with rejection, rejection, you just have to deal with it the same way where, like, I guess the woman's like, this is just not for me. This is not my size at Nordstrom. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got to move on to the next. That's it. That's exactly and, like, what it is. And I, but, yeah, that stuff's dope, though, man. Yeah. That stuff's definitely dope. It's Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I know I'll, I want to get to that point where it's like people are reaching out to me or, you mm-hmm. know, I'm telling, I, and I don't, and I don't think I'll ever be unhumble enough to say like, I can't work with you, but mm-hmm. I, I want to be at that point where I'm like, uh, you know what? I, I actually have a shoot that day, so I can't, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, as of right now, it's like, it's a, it, I'm just trying to build, you know, build a little empire. <laughs> where can they check you out at? What's that? Where can they see you? Oh, uh, yeah, on Instagram, uh, Dikupik. It's my last name, D-I-C-U. Is that French, by the way? That is French, yes. Dikup. I always yep. knew it when I introduced it, like, Dikup. I... <laughs> it's it's crazy because not many people... Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't use your middle name in the beginning of the intro. I just realized. Hey. Tell everybody your middle name. Uh, Louis or Figueroa. Which one do you... <laughs> How many? Of you, oh, you it's, got the same thing. So yeah. I have a I have a hyphenated last name. It's Figueroa. De you Coupe. got a hyphen in your name? Yeah. Do you have to buy that hyphen? How much so, that hyphen costs? Yeah. You know what's funny? It's it's a true story. So I didn't even know my name was hyphenated till eh, about four oh, years wow. ago. 
I was going by just Joshua DeCoupe. <laughs> when you checked your birth certificate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's yeah. up, man. Yeah. My grandma got her uh, birthday messed up because her mother messed up the birth date on their birth certificate. Oh, wow. So, like, is it the year? Or is it the, the day? My birth, um, excuse me, my grandma's birthday is January the 7th. And um, her birth certificate is February the 17th. So, like, it was like my great grandmother registered it the day that she went to file for the wow. birth. Yeah. And that happened quite frequently back in the day. Yeah. Dude, which makes me think of a strange point. Imagine if you just didn't know how old you were. I know. That's crazy. I was just going to think, I was going to say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Imagine I, being like, huh? I have no. I don't idea. even know. I don't know. How old <laughs> I, I mean, I guess like... you could tell, like, when your body starts to, like, you know, wrinkle or whatever. But I mean, it's an interesting premise. Waking yeah. up and just not knowing. I guess that is insomnia. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, I'm super stoked you came. It was a amazing time catching up. Yeah. You know, is for there sure. anything else going on that you want to plug? Where uh... are you working at? Where can people get some of your merchandise? Huh? <laughs> Joseph A. Banks, man. Yeah, I'm over here. At, I'm at Seventeenth uh, and Market. Yeah, you come see me if you need a suit. Yeah, right. Uh, Just I got gotcha. Come get him. You know yeah. what I mean? That's his whole plug. Definitely check out his photography as well because it is dope. Um, I have to have you back, dude. When Walking Dead comes back, come back here in the lounge. Yeah. We'll chat and see if our predictions come true as far as uh, this trilogy. You already know I'm down. Uh, no doubt. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, anytime. My name's Bob. It's been another episode of Bobcast.